Hey y'all, this is Bree Victoria and Tasha, and we're back for another great episode on the Black Millennial Mama Podcast. As you already know, we are available on the Anchor app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. So make sure you follow and subscribe to whichever one of those that you have. Also, we are on Facebook and Instagram, so make sure you follow us on those platforms at Black Millennial Mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S. Just a little disclaimer, Black Millennial Mamas is for everyone. We just so happen to be Black Millennial Mamas. Our content is for everyone because every mother needs each other and a village. So on today's episode, we'll be talking about our first Mamas Brunch and how it went on Saturday and postpartum bodies, aka mom bods. Many mothers get criticized for their body shape, appearance, and weight after having a baby. But the truth is, we brought a life into the world, and with that comes sacrifice, such as our bodies. So first things first, we had our Mama's Brunch on Saturday, and it was so nice. I had so much fun, y'all. So this was the first time I had been out the house in a group setting (laughs) outside of my family in over a year. So it was just really nice. It was kind of like day party vibes, but it wasn't a lot of people. So I felt comfortable, but it was just, it was good energy. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I had did brunch. I've done brunch. I mean, I've probably been out like that. Maybe like, that's probably like my third time since having Zaylin. And it was nice. It wasn't as many people when I when I went to that specific location before, um, it was on a Sunday and it was more people. So it was kind of odd that it wasn't that many people there on a Saturday, but it was nice. Um, you know, I had this kind of little ghetto moments, but um, yeah. it was pretty good. The shrimp grits was really good. Oh my and, God. and them shrimp grits was fire. We ain't gonna plug the name because we ain't getting paid for that. You know, <laughs> Hanging paper, but, just know it, it. We were in St. Louis, and it was downtown. That's the food downtown. was good. I'm sure. And the, the service, the service was really good. Quick, yeah, yep. I ordered my food, and I got my food just real quick. And, and it was hot. Was and I like some like the foods just there already type shit. Like it was hot. Yeah, my seafood yes. fries was mm. delicious. They used real crab meat. I was like, oh yeah, fancy fancy. Oh yeah, I had a uh, crab cake. I had crab cake, potatoes, bacon, and eggs. They crab. Oh, that sounds good. Bomb. And the mm. mimosas was was they good. Was hidden. They yeah. were the mimosas they was hidden. not for the week. I was like, damn, I got a little <clears throat> a little a little buzz. I need to take a sip of water. I think like, I had three. I know I had three by the time we was we left. I was like, all right, let me slow down because I still got to drive I think home. I'm there too. Yeah, I was about there too. And I, you know, I had to sit there for me. You see how I needed help getting up? I was like, oh, <laughs> I fallen and not can't yeah, right get up. Start. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, alcohol tolerance start. is not there. So yeah, I only had two, and then smoking that hookah had me a little buzz too. I was like, yeah, I need to slow down. I know, yeah, I'll we be drinking all the time. Too. That that adds a little bit of razzle dazzle on top whenever we drink it because it's like a little razzle dazzle, a little sprinkle (laughs) or whatever. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, my tolerance still has not come back yet. So oh no, see, I've been drinking. (laughs) I've been drinking. (laughs) Yeah, well, you like a year over a year and a half, almost a year and a half since you had. Yeah, we like. I'm like, just had my son two months ago, and I barely want to drink. I had wine on Tuesday when I took my mom out for her birthday and I had like only like one little glass I'm like whoa this either is some uh fine rich some wine good or, ass wine. <laughs> or I'm, I'm weak I, my tolerance has went down so. yeah it do take a minute for it to come back yeah yeah that was fun I, didn't I can't wait for our next one yeah I didn't yes. drink at all until my six months was up stopped so he gonna be eight months so I just started drinking back for two months. Oh, and well, I'm horrible, man. I'm horrible because <laughs> my son's two months and I have the alcohol testing strips, y'all listeners. So just so y'all know, like y'all have heard me say I breastfeed, but I'm, I have the alcohol testing strips. I've probably bought like three boxes already and they are not cheap. It's like $14.99 for uh-huh. eight of them. I'm like, Jesus, uh-huh. but guess I got to make sure my milk good for son. But, and oh, so disclaimer, y'all. So when we, we, uh, when we had brunch on Saturday, um, 
you know, I was like, oh yeah, my breast full. Like I'm gonna have to pump, but I need to make sure I got my strips. Went home, pumped, tested out. Yeah, I pumped out three ounces, like so fast. Tested it, came back positive for alcohol. I was hurt. I was. You can hurt. use. I was like, did you dump it? No, no, because I told her Keep not it. to. Victoria told me not to. <laughs> you can use it for stuff. Yes. You can Maybe do it. Also, he can't yeah. drink that. Like, he can't drink that. That's why. No, saying. but you can put it on his skin for eczema. It's good for cradle milk cap. Bath. You can put make, bright milk baths. You can make soap out of it if you really wanted to. Do not throw your milk away just because it has alcohol in it. Please, if I have to say that again for the listeners, please do not throw your milk away. Please. <laughs> put it in the freezer with an X on it and use it later for something else. Yes. Noted. I learned that. So I figured that out. So in addition to that, um, I was able to pump two more ounces. And then I had pumped two right before I left. So I was like, okay, well, I got four ounces there. So I'm cool. And I'm a lazy pumper, y'all. So I'm I'm if y'all hopefully y'all don't hear me now, but I'm literally pumping now. So but I'm a little bit of a lazy pumper. (laughs) Mom life, right? Mom life. So yeah, so listeners. Um, if you are located in the uh, St. Louis area, we're having our next brunch July the 17th, and we are going to have it on our Instagram page of where it's going to be at. Because again, no free promo, no free promo, y'all. We, no, it's not on the podcast. See, yeah, we're not going to say it on the podcast, but it's going to be on our page. Uh, we have a flyer already made. So yeah, if you want to come brunch with us, let us know. We let y'all know in advance this time, because last time we only let y'all know maybe like a week and a half or two weeks. So that's our bad. So this time, we're letting y'all know about three, four weeks in advance. So y'all can come brunch with us, kid free, get drunk. We ain't got to talk about the kids, but if you want to talk about the I kids, mean, you can. We end up it's doing it anyways. Up. We <laughs> ended up doing it anyways, right? So just yes, letting yes, y'all yes. know. So just look out for um, the details on our Black Millennial Mamas page on Facebook and Instagram. So our uh, topic for today is postpartum body aka the mom bod so every mom probably goes through this minus a few but me personally like I just had my son two months ago and um I've always had like the the cute little shape majority of my life I've always been lanky Tasha always would say what your lanky ass like I was always lanky um but I always had a a little butt but then that butt expanded Mm. to an ass as I got older and in high school so I had the little small waist, little small little pudge from you know for my figure. And anytime I seen like my little my little pudge getting out there, I would do sit-ups, try to drink more water, like just try to kind of cut it down a little bit and be cool. So um as I know, you know, like I said, uh Zaylin's two months and I picked up 53 pounds with him. Another thing we should probably talk about is the weight that your doctors say you you gain, but really you gain probably double that. Like my doctor mm-hmm. said, I was gain 25 to 30 pounds. I gained 53. So mm-hmm. I was 220 when I had him. That was like the biggest I had ever been. And by week, like three-ish um, of being postpartum, I had lost like 43 out of the 53 pounds because um, I guess just kind of how my body was. Uh, also, I'm, you know, breastfeeding. But now it seems like the extra like 10 pounds won't go away. And I don't eat as much during the day. I probably eat my biggest meals at night for dinner um and i've uh breast like i said i've partially breastfeed so like that weight um you know it's just kind of like it sticks like i'll lose like a couple pounds like yesterday i weighed myself in the morning and when i weighed myself by the end of the day i had picked up five pounds i was like damn i ate a lot today so it's like it's so hard to get that weight off um and i know when you're older and when you have a kid it's harder for the weight to fall off and I know mm-hmm. it's a preference, but I'm used to being within like a certain weight bracket. Um, so I'm gonna try to at least shed, try to shed them a few, them little ten pounds. I go to Jamaica in like four weeks. So if I don't shed it, then fuck it. You know what I mean? Whatever. But if I can try to shed it and tone up, I will. Um, I know sometimes it doesn't happen that way, but and moms want to get the mommy makeover. I know I've heard Vic talk about that several times the mommy makeovers like the brazilian butt lift um i haven't thought about that seriously only because i still want to have more kids and i want to have surgery and then with one i figure out how to pay for it but then have the surgery and then have more kids so 
I want to uh, let y'all take the floor on that and you know talk about y'all experience with y'all postpartum body surgery, how you feel about that, and um, you know breastfeeding and losing weight and all that good stuff. So, y'all. So I know for me, with Kevin and Kendrick. Okay, so let me start. When I was in high school, I used to. I've always been thick, so I've always been like super thick. Hold on, there we go. I'm gonna call her back. I've always been super thick. Always, I've always had hips, no ass, and then mm-hmm. no boobs. I've never really had boobs either. So I was kind of used to it being a little bit on the thicker side. I think it, the the lowest my weight has ever been was like 170 in high school. Um, but then I turned around, had Kevin Ken, gained a whole bunch of weight. Oh, I was 220. When I found out I was pregnant, I was 190. And then I had lost 20 pounds. So I had dropped all the way to 170 and then turned around. And by the time I had them at seven months, I was uh, 220. Heavy. I, I felt like I was so big. So then I had them. I dropped the weight. I dropped like 20 pounds. I was bordered between 190 and 200 for a while. And um, I would lose the weight, but it would come back. But it, it just kind of fluctuated a lot. So I ended up actually going to a plastic surgeon to like find out how much it would cost to get a surgery, like the mommy makeover and, um, and lipo. And it was $16,000. 16000 dollars But God what I realized, damn. girl. Mm. Without, they let me, they, with insurance or without it or they don't take insurance <laughs> uh-huh. they don't take insurance unless it's like you have you like medically need to get a tummy tuck or a brazil a butt lift or something like that which is rare um yeah they don't take insurance so i know that i can like lose weight and um but i know i'll never get rid of my stomach flap which is the cause of it is because of scar tissue from my c-section and in effect being i've had two c-sections so i have double the scar tissue so but basically after i had the post i had went to the surgeon my kids were like two at that point once i went to the surgery and everything i was really considering it like trying to figure out how to pay for it I turned around and I was like, you know what? I'm just trying to work out. Cause even when you go to do the surgery, they want you to lose weight before you go. They want you to lose at least 20 pounds. So I was like, well, I'm gonna just work out. End up working out, dropped another 20 pounds. And I think I was at like 180, 190. And uh, just kind of fluctuating in between that. And I was pretty comfortable in my skin. I ain't gonna lie. Eventually I just got comfortable in it. I was like, I'm cute. I like the weight on my hips. I like the weight on my butt. Yeah, I like my stomach, but there's not much I can do about it at the moment. So I was just going with the flow. And then I got pregnant with Pootie. <laughs> and I gained so much weight. When I had Pootie, I was 254, I believe. Even though I had lost 20 pounds again while I was pregnant with her, I ended up, I ended up gaining so much weight oh my god by the time I was by the time I was like out of my first trimester I was like 200 pounds and then I turned around and gained all of that weight back the 250 all the way to having her like don't know how don't know where it came from I didn't look like it because it was all belly like Pootie was just all belly even for her and when she came out she was only six pounds and 5.6 ounces but it was all belly. I could still fit my jeans, my what my leggings wasn't tight. I could wear a majority of my shirts. It was all belly. Like, so when I had her, I dropped a lot of the weight. But these like <laughs> 20 pounds was just like lingering. Like they would not leave. And it was so aggravating. And then I got COVID and I lost 20 pounds. So it's your lucky number, huh? <laughs> Yes, it is. Got so COVID, you, lost you 20 pounds. Where you lost that weight at? Like when you had COVID, could you tell? It's like, always my face. It starts my face. That's how I be knowing if I've lost weight, my face get real slim. If I've gained weight, my face get fat. So when yeah, we was, 
when we was dealing with COVID and like after like that first week I was looking at my face and I'm like my face is like sinking in like my cheeks were sinking in and everything and I was like and I got on the scale for the first time and I was like I lost at that point I had lost like 15 pounds in a week yeah that was bad but the only good things I didn't gain it back so that's good but um, small wins small wins small wins yeah I was almost dying, but uh, I lost 20 pounds. So, <laughs> but now, like, I still be considering like doing uh, like a mommy makeover. I'm not, I kind of want to do a BBL, but I be hearing horror <laughs> stories about it. Like, them putting a the fat in the wrong area of your butt and like can kill you type stuff. Did you see how Jade from Team Mom 2, how she was going through it? It's been like the past episodes. Her ass was no. struggling. I didn't like, even watch it yet. She looked like she had one, but I was like, you know what, let me mind my business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, but um, I've been seeing a lot of like people saying they've been getting sick by it and stuff, so I'm more so like, I just want my tummy tuck and a breast lift because breastfeeding has ruined my boobs. But um, here, I hear it just makes your tit your titty super saggy, and I'm just like, mine was already saggy. So now I thought it was like, a lie. Really finny. Until Pooty got done breastfeeding, and my milk is kind of dried up now. Like I still got like a little milk in there, but mm-hmm. just looking at them, I'm like, I'm like this motherfucker pointing one way, the other one going this way. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hell no. <nah. laughs> Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel the same way because, like, I feel like, you know, since my boobs were engorged, and a lot of y'all know, I'm very heavy chested. Like, I'm in, like, I don't even remember what size um, bras I'm in, but they be, my boobs are big. So, this is big. Yeah, but my (laughs) boobs have always been, like, full and, like, girthy before you know, before I had Renzo, but, you know, pumping and, you know, trying to squeeze the milk out and then trying to manipulate your boob all different type of ways to get mm. the, as much milk. Like, I can tell that, you know, when I put in, when I put my boobs in my bras, it's like, you can see the extra skin. It's like wrinkly a little bit. Oh, so, oh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like horrible. I, I, it looks like I <laughs> yeah. lost like mass. It looks like I lost mass in my boobs. They're mm-hmm. not as full cool. as they used to be. Yep, that's how mine was. Mine was cool after I had Kevin Key because I didn't really breastfeed them. I only did for like three or four months. And when I had them, they my boobs were still like cool. Like they were still a little perky, just a little perky. And like still decent. Pooty, they so flat. I'm like, bro, what happened to my boob? Like, <laughs> even when I put a bra on, it make it worse because I already feel like I don't have any chest anyway. So when I put a bra on, I'll be like, you can't even see my titties. You can't even see them. They're not there. They don't exist. They don't exist. So I'm definitely like, I want to get, if anything, if I don't get a BBL, if anything, I really do want uh, a tummy tuck mm-hmm. and a breast lift. I don't even want breast implants. I just want a breast lift. Bring my titties back to where they're supposed to be. Before kids. I, just, I never <laughs> liked my titties before kids. So now, by the time I'm done having kids, the shit's probably going to be down to my belly button. So I'm probably going to need probably going to need one. So yeah. What about like the weight that like y'all doctors told y'all y'all were getting like Vicky said you gained a lot. Tasha, did you gain the, the recommended uh, amount that the doctor said you would gain? Um, I didn't gain most of my weight until like at the very end. So mm-hmm. I started off before I was pregnant, like at 271. Towards the end, before right before I gave birth, I was two. 93 the biggest I've ever been but like you couldn't really tell because I was mostly belly I never I never bought any maternity clothes anything like that so I was just like damn you know and then when I look at pictures and when I look at you know when I was pregnant 
like I was literally all my belly was huge and um I think it was mostly probably just like water weight I think Mm -hmm. because as soon as I had gave birth to him um my three-week appointment I was like down like at 250 I was like like 253 and then that's that's fucking 40 pounds yeah yeah that's why I said it was mostly like I probably like water weight because Mm -hmm. like to literally be down that low I was and I started off before at 270 like 271 like around that and then to after give to you know to give birth right after to be down at 250 in my 250s yeah that was a lot of weight so um I kept it off for a while while I was um pumping <clears throat> because pumping took a lot I'm, I'm telling you like pumping like kick-started my metabolism because I didn't have I didn't have a metabolism at all like I could eat like one, once a day and I'd be full but once I started pumping like I was hungry all the time like almost to the point to where I feel like I was going to pass out if I didn't eat so pumping I and I can feel I can you can literally feel your body burning energy that's how that's how my my metabolism was burning when I was um pumping and things like that and then when I got up to like six months you know after my surgery um with my gallbladder and stuff like that it was getting harder for me to produce milk so I just had to stop so yeah, so I gained all my weight back. <laughs> I think plus more. I haven't, I, you know, I was like, you know what, you know, fuck this skill, you know, I, I'm not going to worry about it, you know, right now. But I definitely gained all my weight back and I feel like plus more. But I'm still, I still haven't bought any new clothes or any, well, I, I still feel like I'm still wearing the same size and everything like that. Um, and all that or whatever but um yeah I definitely thought about doing like the Brazilian butt lift and all the stuff like that um because I've I've never had an ass either so I've always been like self-conscious about that before you know pregnancy and everything like that and then now since definitely my body has changed now I'm even more self-conscious so is something that I definitely, um, something that I'm definitely looking into, um, because I feel like even if I lose weight, people are like, oh, just lose weight, get in the gym, get in the gym. That's not gonna, you can lose weight, but that's still not gonna give you an ass. I don't understand why people, you know, say, oh, you can get in the gym, you can fix that. Not the gym doesn't fix everything if you're just if your DNA built you like that. You know, when I say also, you can, that you, you is, can do that at home, you can do some butt like squat. That mean, shit squat, don't squat, work. Squat that don't shit work don't for everybody. Work. I'm so squat tired of people saying that shit. It does not work for everybody. Or do the we just pads. don't have. Do we just don't have ass. We just it is what it is. <laughs> everybody, do some squats and some lunges. Your butt will get. No, it won't. Even when I've been doing I was smaller, for ten years. <laughs> When I was when I was in high school, like my last year of high school, I was pretty small. I was like around one fifty to one sixty before I graduated. I mean, like when I graduated, because like I was into working out. I used to do um, my special election was uh, physical education, so we used to go down there and like you know lift weights and all this stuff like that. So I was pretty small back then, and back then. When I was at my smallest, I still did not have an ass with working out. So yeah, I already know. I'm never going to have an ass. It's Even a if whole lot. It's a whole lot. I hate when you know people say that. When, Just do squats. Yeah, you never had ass. Which I ask, like, because I'm the one with the ass. But guess what? That's how I feel about my edges. Just use some rice water. Just um, <laughs> do some... um. Black Jamaican castor oil. It I don't think I've good. ever given you suggestions. I don't think I've ever heard everything. They're like, oh, use this. Use olive oil. Use Jamaican castor oil. Guess what? My edges, they won't grow. 
Guess what? It's just, like I say, genetics. Yeah, y'all it gonna grow ass. I'm gonna grow edges. <laughs> At best, I will get like the littlest cuff, like the littlest cuff if I work just out a little, little bit and stuff, a little, like a little enough, just enough. A little C, a little but C, like an actual, a lowercase C. And it's not fair because I got all these thighs, and then you see my butt, and you be like, "Girl, where is your ass at? Like, where is it at? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it?" I definitely understand, Tasha. Like, I worked out at the end of my high school years. I was taking weight training my junior and sophomore year. Uh, I mean, my junior and my senior year. I was working out all the time. I was at my lowest weight, which was around like 160. And I still ain't had no ass. Oh, it was real, it was real flat then. It was real flat. Yeah. Like the boobs. smallest I've ever been, I was in a size 10. I was wearing express jeans. Right, right. Now that's small because express only go up to 10s. <laughs> they don't so they only work for skinny real. people. Girl, yeah, no they used to. A. Hmm. Hey, back in, back, back fifteen, fifteen years ago, it's been like fifteen years since I've been out of high school. So, yeah, Damn. they they only back then they didn't have plus sizes. Express only went up to like size ten. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember because when I was working out, I was like, "Damn!" Like I didn't got this small. I was in. I still I had them express jeans in my closet forever because I didn't want to get rid of them because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get back into them. I'm gonna lose this weight. I'm gonna lose this weight. I'm gonna lose it. No, I gained. That's how I felt <laughs> when I found out I was pregnant with Kevin Ken and I had these really cute Levi jeans. That was my favorite Levi jeans. And I, after I had them, I couldn't get my big ass back into them. And they was like a size, I believe they was like a size 10 or 12. And I was like, I'm going to get back into them. I'm going to get back into them. I kept them jeans for four years and could never get back into them. I finally gave them away. I think I gave them to my mom, actually. Because I was just like, I'm not getting back into these jeans. I really had to come down and sit down and talk to myself and be like, it's not going to happen. Let it go. Go buy some more leave. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> But you did buy some more. I remember I did I buy some more. Them to her, and they were so cute. And then I went so back and bought some more after that too. And I love them. I still wear them. And guess what? And you can fit them exactly. And you can fit and them. You've been wearing those for about three years now. So you and they make me look like I got a butt in them. Some pairs make me look like I got a little juicy butt. So <laughs> I'm okay with it. But I think for real, when it comes to your postpartum body, you just gotta learn to love it. It took me a long time after Kevin Ken. But eventually, I started wearing crop top, crop tops, and and shorts, and short dresses, and and rompers, all of that. After a while, I was just like, you know what? <laughs> Take me how I am. I got rolls. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel like before because I was always the bigger girl. I was like, y'all gonna get whatever body, <laughs> whatever I have, y'all gonna get it. You know, y'all gonna so, get this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, and I've always been a risque type of dresser. So, I've even been a classic risque dresser. That's why when I see when I would see other like plus size women and they just be looking dirty, I'm like, now they know they can do better. My best friend knows how to dress. Like my best friend to wear some stuff, and I'm like, I don't even know if I could pull that off. You can pull that off and look cute, man. I be seeing some people. I'm like, they just don't. You gotta they you know how you, you can't wear certain stuff like anybody could get target flats. Me, target flats sometimes they make my feet smell like corn chips. <laughs> and I remember I bought some and then I think I let Vic wear them. Feet didn't smell like corn chips. I'm like, okay, it's just my body, it's just my, my, my genetic makeup and target flats. I can do they say I don't know what it was with them flats. So I, I say that to say, like, exactly some people have to about. shop for your, for your body type. That mm-hmm. means you don't have to, because Tasha, you get your bras from Tori. Not everybody can get bras from, um, like, Walmart. Victoria's like, Secret Walmart. Yeah. Or Victoria's Secret. You gotta go to Tori, you know? Yeah. And Walmart bras, the wire used to poke out and stick me in the middle of my chest. And I was like, oh, yeah, I hate no. Victoria's Secret bras, too. I know really? that sounds crazy. I can't stand my bras. Because they don't last that freaking long. And I'm just like, bro. And then they never fit right. It don't matter what. It, I don't care what bra I buy. It never fits right. 
And so even if I get size, they're like, yeah, this bra's perfect. And then I got side boob and overreach at the top. I'm like, that's not how the bra's supposed yeah, be like, to fit. So what the yeah, the cup too like, small. They be like, no, you're a C. I'm like, ain't no way I'm a C and my boob is filling out the size. I've been ain't telling no you way. that for years, bitch. I'm like, but when I was younger, than mine. they would tell me that. And I'm like, well, no, they tell me I'm a C, but my boob is filling out. And I didn't realize till I got older. And I'm like, okay, I went to go get size for real, for real. And I found out I was a double D. And I was like, I yeah. was like, big. Ain't if you know got your shit, it's popping out. I remember those days. Yeah, go to Torrid or Lane Bryant because they know how to measure correctly. But they make it seem like Victoria's Secret, Lord Jesus. They make it seem like, oh, you have little boots. So, like, but I'm like, they long. Like, sis, you got to understand they're long now. So they're like, they're still big. Mm-hmm. I got to make sure I see all this extra skin in the bra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Girl, oh, Lord. Yeah, I would never. I would never trust Victoria's Secret. Them bitches be lying. Because it was one day I walked in there. I was like, oh, are you looking for a bra? Such 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 such. I'm like, no, I'm looking for a gift. Oh, it looks like you making fit one of my bras. A double bitch, no. I'm like an H. Don't you ever <laughs> Don't you ever disrespect my like titties like that. Don't you ever disrespect my titties like that? I'm a double double what? No, I'm a single. I'm a single letter, and it's towards the middle slash end of the alphabet. Try again. (laughs) Try again. Try Try again. again. That was like, oh no, this is your sister size. No, ho, no, I ain't shit. And hold on, put that bra on your your boob falling out the side under on top, and they be and you be looking like bitch. You're gonna be looking like uh, how Marlon Wayans was in White Chicks busting out of this. Can you breathe? <sighs> Dog on button pop off. Damn, bra strap probably undid. Um, I was literally they be lying. <laughs> lying. Well, be lying. They try to just to get that little commission. Like, I was fucking lying. I remember they told me one time, they was like, you have to go down the number, but then go up a letter. Like, also, if you're normally a 34 double D, your sister size is a 32 triple D. I tried on that 32. I'm like, how? It was <laughs> a biscuit out of a can titties. I'm like, just keep, let me keep my 34 home. Just keep, let me keep my 34 because you, 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 you try. You, you That's okay. Me. I just don't need to buy you a bra. Y'all don't have it. I don't need to buy nothing. Y'all playing with me. Stop yeah, playing with yeah. me. It's just about learning to love your body. Once I, before I had Pooty, I was, like I said, I was wearing whatever I wanted to wear and I looked cute and everything I had on. And I was just living my best life. You are yeah, Miss Bra. Me, you are Miss No Bra. I swear. I'm like, yes. why don't you have on a damn bra? But I once I had so did fresh, I'm like, Girl, man. so much research on why we are not supposed to wear bras, I was dumbfounded. Yo, titty sag because the muscle behind your boob is not being worked out. Why? Because you had a bra on. And then a lot of us don't work out and work out our chest, our upper chest. Yeah, how do you work out your chest? <laughs> muscle like exercises like this that open your chest and close it oh, up those. here and down here, that works out that person. When you don't work out that, your breasts tend to sag because there's no muscle. There's no muscle holding it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, what about my like, boobies? What big, about my boobies? Big boobs can do it too. And I've seen people like, no, my boobs are too big. I can't just not wear I'm like, yes, you can. Because again, girl, it's all about muscle. Slapping in the wind, girl. They it's all about muscle. I ain't have no boobs. I don't have no boobs. So that's why it really works for me. But still, even now, like, I be trying to like not wear a bra. At least around the house, I make sure I don't wear a bra. Uh, Right now, I got a sports bra on. Or I wear a sports bra, but I I would rather not wear wire bras no more. This shit is bad for you. I see, I like a little push, so I like a wire bra. But you bra, can get a push-up bra without a wire. I'm going to have to find that that's, that's going to make my titties not look saggy. Because when I was pregnant, man, I had to get rid of them, the wire bras. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Because I've always hated sports bras. Mm-hmm. I always hated sports bras because of the way they didn't make my titties look. So man, I got them. I bought some of them sports bras while I was pregnant. I'm like, man, what am I doing? I didn't have to stop pregnant about my titties because I wasn't going nowhere. I was going somewhere and I needed a bra to push up something. Like, All right. 
these sports bras is it they're in i want to speak about something that i feel like i've been lied to about which is that oh, if you breastfeeding helps you lose weight it do for I'm me say, it was a lie for me it was a lie because i was always hungry i didn't gain any weight but i didn't lose any weight i just was stagnant they was like no it's gonna help the only thing it helped with is it do like you know help with your shrinkage of your uterus but other than that i did not lose any weight i did not lose any weight because of breastfeeding no what's all so you don't lose any once you had pooty at all i lost my baby weight like that came off before before the week was up like I had lost all my baby weight but they say mm-hmm. oh you're gonna lose more weight from breastfeeding like after you oh, lose I all that, that weight you're gonna lose more that. weight they was like no, oh, you, no. You started it. I didn't lose no more weight I, I got back to my pre-pregnancy weight and that was it oh I don't well, know where more weight me, is cause, cause I yeah I, I still yeah, got this little when I was pumping when I was pumping all the way up to about four months, four to five months postpartum, I was, I kept that weight off with breastfeeding. Well, you know, with pumping. Like my body was literally burning everything just to keep up with, you know, my milk. So it, for me, in my case, it kept the weight off for me. Cause as soon, as soon as I stopped, I gained that weight back so quick. Lessons. so, so you lost more weight nothing. while you so you so you so while you were breastfeeding you got under your pre-pregnancy weight correct and i kept it off i was still at 250 i was still at 250 after like four after like four months until i like until it like really like was getting hard for me to keep up mm-hmm. and when i was like slowing down then I was slowly gaining that weight back. And then, like I said, like when I completely stopped, I gained that weight back so quick. But yeah, for me, breast, I, and that was another reason why I wanted to keep going because it was keeping that weight off for me. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't keep up with it. I couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, it's and, just, I feel like when people yeah. talk about it, they make it seem like, like everybody's going to experience that and then when it didn't happen i was pissed when it didn't happen i ain't start losing no way i was mad because i'm like y'all bitches lied but <laughs> it, it worked it's different for everybody it's just like snapbacks i've seen i have had some friends who have had babies and literally like got right back to their normal size maybe just got to keep a little bit of their hips versus again me had my baby I went back to my pre-pregnancy weight, but with Kevin Ken, I didn't go back to my body. My body did not come back. I went back to my pre-pregnancy weight, but my body didn't come back. My stomach didn't go back in. And I do have to accept the fact that that was because I had twins. So my body stretched beyond measures. And that's still not even the case because I actually have a friend who had twins, went full term. I didn't even go full term. She went full term. And she is back to her pre-pregnancy size. She's back to being small. And so I'm like, I know that for a fact that it's just, it's very much different for everybody. Yeah, it, for everyone, yeah, it yeah. depends. It just depends on the person, really. Boy, stop pulling my heart. But the bad part is I actually enjoy most of my pre my after-pregnancy body, my, my mom body. I just want to get rid of my stomach. I love my hips. I ain't gonna lie, I love my hips. If I could just get a little more ass, I'd be great. Just let me get rid of my stomach and lift my boobs, and I'll be happy. Honestly, I feel like I lost. I lost ass. I ain't already have no ass, and I my ass is concave now. It it went in. (laughs) She said it went in. It went in. It caved in. It caved in. I'm still. I'm still going through the uh the mom by the postpartum uh body because um i noticed like y'all know i've always had booty but when mm-hmm. i was pregnant i feel like i was starting to lose my ass like i was picking up weight no but no, no. My, I felt, that's no. how i felt no. i thought like my but, butt was no. getting smaller 
No, it was no. just getting wider. That's all. It was getting wider. That was the it. hips. The hips. It was the hips, y'all. It was hips. just getting wider. That ass ain't gonna well, go. I remember ass. one day I went over your house and you had on these green pants, and I was like, God damn, look at that ass. Like it was just her. I was like, damn. I'm weak. I was like, that girl okay. ass ain't go nowhere. But see, maybe because because I always, you know, I look at myself naked in the mirror every time, like every day when I get in the shower. And so I'm like, damn, my booty look like it got small. So now since I've had Zaylin, I look at my butt, I'm like, yeah, I feel like my ass still has gotten smaller. But I think what it is is that your hips spread, so it made your ass wider. And so it looks a little bit flatter. That's the only shitty part about having hips. It makes your ass look flat. <laughs> so, yeah. It looks small, like my butt does look a little small, and then I have this this little stomach. When you took pictures, um, so y'all, when we had brunch, um, you know, we took some pictures, and I had Vic take a picture of me outside of the spot, and I look back at that picture, I'm like, oh damn, look at that belly, like look at that little tummy, like that's where that ten pounds is. This one, I was like, look at that mom by, like I see the flap, like I was like, well shit, I didn't see people look worse. Y'all go get this mom by. Y'all can get this belly, okay? And it's also there. another thing, it's there, okay? It's there. But also, I want to add, Sean, talk to y'all about the appearance of the stomach, the stretch marks, the dark, the darkness. Like, I'm still going through that, and I'm like, man, these stretch marks, I mean, you know, they're there, you know, but then you have some people who don't get stretch marks. And if y'all, we're on video, so Vic is like, has this uh, stuffed animal in her hand. Being I'm trying to get Renzo to oh! see it. You see it, baby? Girl, he love baby shorts. <laughs> these are, these are bye bye baby, and they sing. I'm sorry, it was oh, right by trying my to foot. Eat it. He's trying to eat it. His mouth it, is- it. it sings. So throw it away. So oh, that's my bad. Shirt. You gotta like, yeah. you gotta like do the hands. You gotta like make it go fast with your hands. Man, my nails are too long, so I can't get my hand all the way in there. Long ass nails, and all that's the used to say my nails was long and ghetto. But anywho, that's neither here nor there. So the appearance of the stomach, like the darkness and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, is there anything that actually works? Because my doctor was like, no, nothing's gonna work. Don't use that. Ten versus. Biotin mm-hmm. helped me because you remember after I had Kevin Kim, my stomach was lady black. It was black. <laughs> it was bad. Like it was black. Yeah. And so I used Biotin after I had them. I should I should have started using it while I was pregnant, but I didn't. And so my mom actually bought me a big bottle and I would put it on my stomach every day and the blackness went away. And with pudding, I actually didn't get any new stretch marks because I was using my friend. I'm going to plug her. I was using Sky Natural Creations. Um, she was our sponsor, one of our sponsors on the last episode, guys. I was using that throughout my whole pregnancy because I had got really itchy really bad. Like I was, oh, I was always itchy. And so I started using that throughout my pregnancy and it actually ended up helping me with stretch marks. I did not get any new stretch marks. I know all my stretch marks now. Before I had her, I knew all of them. So when I was pregnant with Pootie, I would rub it on every day. I have actual videos of me rubbing it on. And I literally did not get any new stretch marks at all. I didn't get blackness of the stomach or anything. So I think what is real important is moisturizing your skin during and after. And eventually it'll just kind of like go back to normal. Because my doctor told me it wasn't going to go nowhere. And now my stomach is the same color as the rest of my body. And that was just from Biotin with Kevin King. Yeah, my stomach didn't get dark. Really? Yeah, my stomach didn't get dark at all. It's still the same color. There's me. I'm still still in that process. I've never seen that because when you show... Yeah, because when you showed your your stomach, I was like, your stomach is so dark. I was like, I wonder what color... I, I guess because... I, I didn't know that your stomach can get dark like that after pregnancy. So I didn't, Found I didn't out. experience it. But so um, much stuff about pregnancy that yeah, I didn't I got know. like a couple new stretch marks here and there. Because yeah, I found out I you, you can lose your teeth. Did you know you can lose your teeth while you're pregnant? 
Like uh, I don't know. I've out. seen certain people that I know teeth change when they get pregnant, and I'm like, God, let me make sure I keep my retainer on hand just to like, make sure my shit don't 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 shift. And one, my teeth is is in the is you know at the top of my gums, close to my nose. Like, okay, I did not know that. I'm like, look, I had it easy then. I mean, I ain't have no hair fallout. Oh, because no they said that your teeth shit. are real brittle, I think. Yes, while you're pregnant. And they mm-hmm. can fall out. I seen mm-hmm. a video, again, on TikTok, because I always be on TikTok. This lady yeah. had, she was just doing like a real, like, look at me now. This is how I look on a regular. And then this is how bad I can get. And she was bad when she was put together. But when she wasn't together, she ain't had no teeth. And so people was going in on her, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to know, like, what happened? Why you ain't got no teeth? And she had just had a baby, and she said she had lost all her teeth from having the baby. Was she trying to rock? Wow. It's just because the calcium defect, uh, de- deficiency, like my mom had it when she was pregnant with me. She had a calcium dis- deficiency while she was pregnant with me. My mom always said that I sucked the calcium out of her. Um, and she ended up having to get caps on all her teeth in the back because of how bad she didn't have calcium while she was oh, pregnant. So oh. I did not know that it was that bad. Surprisingly, yeah. I had no teeth problems. Yeah, I wanted to go to the dentist. Yeah, really I didn't have to problems, get into one. But uh, my doctor, they told me about like gum disease and mm-hmm. stuff like that or whatever, but I didn't have any issues. I didn't have any issues. Yeah, I didn't need but that yeah, bad. I didn't know they could actually fall the fuck out. Mm-hmm. That shit was crazy. I was like, what? For real? Oh no. See, that'd be the type of shit that make me not want to have no more fucking kids. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed, love, and I'm good. No. Yeah, that shit is horrible. I, I, I ain't want no more kids no more. <laughs> and, and you know the bad part is I go back and forth and it's so stupid because I got my tooth tied. But I go back and forth because sometimes I'm like, dang, like, my won't hurt. Like, I already know, like, once Pootie turns, like, four or five, it starts getting, like, real self-sufficient. I'm going to be like, ooh, one more wouldn't hurt. And then I'm going to be fucking 50 years old with a fucking 10-year-old or 15-year-old. <laughs> like, what the fuck was I thinking? God. <laughs> that's, what, that's what motivates me in my mind that I don't want to be 50 with a young child. That's what gets in my head because my kids will be pretty decently old by the time I'm 40 so I'm like in my mind like no because if you have one in your 30s Victoria they're only going to be like 15 or something when you're in your your 40s like you still got to deal with the teenage days I'm like, no. how do you think I feel how do you no. feel? <laughs> so, oh, so you're saying God. that 34 should be my absolute dead cutoff Really, 32 is my cutoff. I think th- I said 35 was mine. 35 was my cutoff to mine have any more kids. Switched. Yeah, I'll be 34 this year. Oh, well, then see you before your cutoff. <laughs> you good. You're good. You're good. I just, like I said, I didn't want, I had Kevin Ken so early that when I did the math about it all, I was like, mm-hmm. damn, by the time I'm 40, they'll be in their 20s. That's crazy. By the time I'm 42, they'll be 21 because we're oh, 21 wow. years apart. Oh, and Pootie, but Pootie will only be like and there's 15. Pootie. She'll be like 15 and I'm like... Oh, that's still not bad. That's still not it's bad. Not, she'll be in high school, but it's like I got to deal with a teenager and I'm in my 40s. It's like That's normal though. I feel like that's, that's very, 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 very normal. Yeah. You can be like one of the housewives like and they're like 40s having kids. Absolutely yeah. not. That will not be yeah. a thing. By then, my tubes will be removed. I am Just- not having no kids after 35. I bet you that mm-hmm. much. 35? Nope. nope. So after you had like, like y'all kids, like me, my experience, you know, Zaylin is only two months. People are already asking me, so would you have more? Like, mm, I just Always. had them like yesterday. I just had Always. them like yesterday. Um... Yeah, I want more, but can you like not ask me that? Let me enjoy my baby. Yes, especially now he's advanced. So they're like, "Oh my god, he's so advanced! He's moving out the way for that other one." I hate that shit. Yeah, I hate that shit because literally the way Renzo been moving, 
I've been literally getting it damn near every other day. My baby said, same thing. I walked in. I walked in to pick Renzo up. She was like, are you pregnant? I'm like, what? What do you mean? She was like, because he's over here. He's just standing up and he's doing this and he's doing... I'm like, what? But I'm like, no! <laughs> that was Cootie, too. She was sitting up by herself and doing a whole bunch of stuff yeah. and talking and I'm like... But then Brianna got pregnant. I was like, no, she was just moving out the way for Brianna, baby. That's all. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't right. me. It's Brianna's baby. Yeah, she's moving out the way for her cousin. That's what she's doing. She's trying to hurry we'll up and get done. See, and, I don't know who's. I don't know who who else will be pregnant now because Zaylin he be trying to talk like he be, be like at my clubhouse and he be trying to make the the noise of oh toodles be like ooh like oh. yeah, yeah you be surprised turn around and find out somebody pregnant like girl you pregnant this crazy right. some yeah somebody because like I said everybody was pregnant when I was pregnant that was so crazy to me <laughs> everybody was. was pregnant I had mm-hmm. at least four people I knew our due date was in the same week and me and one of my homegirls our pregnancy due date was the same day and then I ended up having my baby with our cousin the same mm-hmm. day at the same hospital so mm-hmm. that was why both, both we, was all getting busy. we and we already had two sons too mm-hmm. A lot of people was getting busy June of 2019. I'm, I'm, I'm like dead on it. A lot of people was getting busy around that time. It was hella busy. Well, my baby's a COVID baby. He was conceived during COVID. Well, <laughs> and while we had, and while I had COVID, <laughs> it was during the pandemic. And while I had COVID, <laughs> wow, I making know, right? babies in the house. You know what? I ain't even gonna say nothing. I ain't even gonna say nothing. <laughs> We should have just named him Covindre or something. Or something like that. <laughs> or Covidian or something. Like, we just you was made it. through COVID. Well, <laughs> through COVID, during COVID. I was pregnant during COVID, but technically, it had just started. not a COVID baby because I got pregnant before COVID started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in America. Mm-hmm. I had COVID. <laughs> in America. Only in America. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no vibes. Okay. Pooty was not a COVID baby. She was not made during COVID. She was not, uh, she was technically born during COVID, I guess. Like I said, she, when I had her, the she was born on the day of the down. lockdown. Right. She was the reason why we had to go on lockdown the day she was born. <laughs> It was a motherfucking function. That's why she had to shut that shit down. It was Friday the 13th. It was Friday, Friday the, 13th. the 13th. Which is actually my luckiest day. People was really worried about that. I'm like, that's my lucky day. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, you can keep that black and, uh, and mirrors under ladders, uh, <laughs> all that stuff. But I knew it was going to be a lucky day because my, the, you know how like when you go to you do a C-section, you go to your pre-room, your post, your pre-surgery mm-hmm. room. My pre-surgery mm-hmm. room number was 7222, which mm-hmm. is my birthday. So I was like, damn, mm-hmm. this is going to be a good day. I was like, I know this is going to be a good day. And also, and it was, let me see. And then all those numbers that equal 13. 7 plus 2 plus 2 plus 2. Hmm. It was going to be a good, I knew it was going to be a good day. No I knew more it when I watched it. Oh my goodness. No more rology. <laughs> It was all in the universe. It really was. It was crazy. I was just like, dang, like this means something. I'm like, I don't know yet, but it means something. Because why the number 13 keep popping up like that? Yeah, you know, uh, it's the 13th too. So Mm -hmm. it just seemed like it was working in our favor. I don't know. Yeah, it was definitely God's plan. Because I didn't even get to pick my season, my date. The doctor picked it. So, yeah, I was gonna say the doctors always pick it, so they're like, Oh, you can pick your date. No, I want to, for one, I want to make sure that my OB was gonna be there. I was like, Just schedule it whatever day that you're on that you're on call or that you're there. And she actually came in on her off day. Shout out to my OB. She's I, I had missed the call to schedule it. So they called me while I was at work and I missed the time. I missed the call. I called back and it was like, mm-hmm. Oh, we just schedule you for Friday the 13th, March uh, 13th. I was like, Okay. And was that, that was like me. that week? Was that like that week? 
or was it like the next week like when you got the call oh it was like a month before but that's because I had already told her that I didn't want to have a VBAC um I had already told her just because of experiences I've, I've had in the hospital and nurses not telling you everything because they think it's gonna make you worry but you constantly coming in to check on me and making me sit a certain way and it, it obviously mm-hmm. gives me a sign that something's not going on like it's supposed to and my anxiety too bad for that so I told her look with a c-section it's a controlled environment you just cut me open take the baby out y'all patch me back up go back into my room versus mm-hmm. labor it's it can go left or right and I just and then she was breached anyway she was breached the entire time so oh yeah yeah it was like it was best that they did cut you open. At least you had a month. I was like, I was, I, first of all, I didn't want to have a C-section or want to be induced, but the way Zaylin was not making me dilate at all. I was walking, doing all that good stuff. He was not coming down. He was literally sitting under my breast line, kicking me in my ribs and was not coming down towards my, uh, towards my cervix at all. So she was like, okay, we're going to have him. Um, it's going to be Thursday, uh, April the 15th. And I'm like, okay, I have like a week. I have a week and a day. Now, if you would have told me Friday, I probably would have been like, oh, what am I going to do? Oh, no, what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a baby in two days. So luckily, I got a, I had a week. You had a whole month to prepare yourself. Yeah, they told me, like, I know it, I was still at work. So that was, well, that was had to be like a week before I went on maternity leave that they told me. Yeah, at least. It had to been like a good month before that I knew. Yeah, I was complete opposite. I was like, I don't want to be induced. I don't want y'all to put me on. I don't want y'all to touch me. Just watch me have the baby. (laughs) Yeah, basically, that's how I was. (laughs) I didn't get no pitocin or anything like that because I was contracting good enough for for me to um, dilate. Um, But the contractions was getting to me because I was having double contractions because someone was faced the wrong way. So they had to keep me turning back and forth to flip him over um, or whatnot. Oh, he thought then, uh-huh. um, <laughs> That's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what happened? Yeah. So <laughs> when he finally, when he finally turned the right way, um, you know, I had, I ended up getting the epidural. That was the only, like, assistance I had. Other than that, there was no other, like, other medications going on or whatever. But, um, yeah. But when I finally dilated, he was still up too far. So they was like, well, we're going to have to wait until he comes down. I'm like, little boy, if you don't come, if, if you don't come out right now, so I end up eating a cracker and end up throwing up and it pushed his ass down. That was like, oh, his head. Wow. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, oh, I was like, oh my yes. God. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. My doula was in the room and she had like she had like little snacks and stuff. And I was I was so famished. I was so hungry. Because I was literally and like I haven't I had I didn't eat anything because I was there for like over a day and it was like oh you can't have no food or anything like that so I was like if you don't give me this little peanut butter cracker I ate that give me some mm-hmm. and soon I was like oh I gotta throw up I gotta throw up who threw up and him as I pushed down <laughs> that was like his head oh, is right there he has a head full of hair <laughs> Like bitches, you don't get this baby about it. He has a head full of hair. Bitch, I hope so. Okay. Well, they were like, they were like, oh, look at his hair. I'm like, looks pretty standard to me. They were like, did you have part? But some babies, real life, come out bald, like bald for real. But I was surprised. I was surprised. Cootie came out with her because I didn't have any heartburn. I was like, I ain't have no heartburn. She got hair. I had the worst heartburn. Just <laughs> little boys right. give heartburn because Kevin Ken, I had heartburn so bad I couldn't eat a cracker without getting heartburn. Oh wow! Mm. But no, Pooty, I ain't get no heartburn. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, Rizzo, his heart is not give you heartburn. 
Renzo had a head full of her, her head full of curly, thick hair. My baby, I'm like, I see why you you was kicking my ass. I was fucking hurt. I'm about to say, Pootie did too. I was butt hurt when her hair fell out. But yeah, that would be a thing. It's back, yes, it's back now. It just falls out. It just, it didn't matter what we did. I put silk things on her bed to stop her hair from pulling. I didn't know why her hair was falling out. It fell out. All her hair fell out. Besides the top, like this top part right here. Remember how little Kevin used to have a booty fade because yep. all his hair had fell out on the sides. That's what she was I giving. That was just a style. No, no, I do remember. No, no, his hair fell out. <laughs> his hair fell out. I was just giving him that cute haircut. Now that I think, but I'm like, yeah, I forgot. It was a little bottom. Uh, but her hair grew back. It's grown back so much. But it's just like she came out with a hair full of hair. And baby, when I say by the time she was six months, it was gone. I was like, I'm brushing scalp, trying to, I'm putting rice water on it. I'm moisturizing it. Her hair was just, it just fell out. And I called my mom about it. And she was like, you turn that's normal, especially for little girls. It's like her real hair finna come in. I was like, oh. Yeah, she she ain't finna have no baby hair no more. She finna have adult hair. She does. She has a, her hair is like, it's very thick, but it's fine. It reminds me of my mom's. It's thick, but it's fine. So that'll be fun doing. It's horrible doing. It's don't ever want to stay in a rubber band. I feel like we got I'm off hungry. topic, y'all. We definitely we did. did, and I'm hungry. <laughs> we did. So hold on. So there was another thing I want to ask y'all about, like boob jobs and breastfeeding, like or having surgeries in between having kids. Is that safe? Like I'm, I'm sure it's a thing. Like I'm sure Black China's done it. Um, More than likely, she wasn't was. breastfeeding though, um, mm-hmm. because I noticed that celebrities who like breastfeed, they don't get their body done until their baby's like one or two. Versus the moms that kind of like get their body done immediately okay. after they had a baby, that already lets me know you're not breastfeeding your baby because you have to take antibiotics and um, all types of other like pain medication that transfers through your breast milk. Cause like you can't try like morphine and and fucking uh hydrocodone 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 uh hydrocodone the uh I'm about to I was about to say hydrocodone and I meant to say uh like codeine hydrocodone hydrocodone yeah yeah. you can't take codeine and stuff while you pregnant while you're breastfeeding because it goes through your breast milk so Mm -hmm. that's how I know that they you can do it in between having babies but it's not worth the money. Because even when I went to get like get my my consultation done, he said, are you done having kids? Because then it'll be pointless. You'll end up being here right after you have your next child. And then when Mm -hmm. he said it to me, that's another reason why I didn't get it done. Because I knew I wanted more kids after Kevin and Kendrick. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. So I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it might not be the best time because... I'd be mad if I spent sixteen thousand dollars on getting my body done and get pregnant again. That'll piss me off. But I'd be mad that I started GoFundMe to get the sixteen thousand dollars to get it done to have another kid. Like, bitch, then we get you sixteen thousand dollars and I even have another kid. I'm gonna keep sixteen thousand dollars just so you. That's why I'm putting kids like. If I made a GoFundMe, <laughs> I'm gonna put in disclaimer: my tubes is tied, so y'all ain't gotta worry about me getting pregnant again. <laughs> just send me the money. <laughs> I ain't having no more kids. But but yeah, I just it depends because you can do it, but you, like I said, you wouldn't be able to breastfeed because you need to recover. Facts, right? Facts I, don't, I don't understand it. Like why? I don't I don't understand because I would. I don't I would get it remember. either. I swear I don't because like, maybe trying to hold up an image of perfection or like I said that idealism that. After I have a baby, look at how I snatch back. When we all know it's not true, but it's more so for younger kids than it is for like grown ass women who have kids. Cause these teenagers, when they talk about these celebrities and shit, they think that shit is real. Like she snapped back. You see how she snapped back when it's like, girl, Black China, after she had a dream, her ass was on that table three, probably like six weeks later, getting her shit redone and tightened up. Right. Crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's just too much. The only person I know that has a natural snapback is when we were talking about uh, Tiana Taylor. Like, mm-hmm. Naturally. Her body is naturally like that. 
and it's even after her second baby. I actually like that, you know. But you know that, but that deals with your DNA and your body Mm -hmm. structure and everything. And did you work Mm -hmm. out before, during? Uh, all of that play a factor all of that plays a major factor into it exactly that was another great topic talking about our mom buys and the stigma and what we ain't shy about and what it is what it is so thank you ladies again for uh, being transparent about your experience and I'm still going through my experience right now so This was another great episode on the Black Millennial Moms podcast. So thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in. Don't forget, if you're not already, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Black Millennial Mamas. Also, if you are in the St. Louis, St. Charles, Eastside area, I guess, uh, Illinois area, I suppose, um, we are having our next Mamas Brunch July 17th from 12 to 3. Just look out on our social media page for uh, the details on that. So again, this is Bree, Tasha, and Vicky, and we are out, y'all. Toodles! Bye! Bye, y'all!